didn't see you come in there. I'm Steven. It is true that that is Steven. Um, and this is the Check Please podcast uh, under Wretched Beast. And I've moved from the Nobel Media offices. It's a big change. But what's it mean to the podcast, the listeners ask? Uh, well, one thing is that one of the episodes that we recorded where I did, we did like a, a game, a superhero type game, and then recorded it. And I can't edit it properly because I don't have access <laughs> to a computer. Um, so apologies for that, listeners. That's everything. one thing it means. To li- you know, uh, ignorance is bliss. That, that really didn't affect them until you explained what was going on. Although I guess they did have a week or two without fresh content yeah. from us, their favorite content creators. Can we claim that? I think that we're kind of everybody's favorite if, if they think about it. It's like if they actually thought about it. Mm, it's like how clipping a bit um, when you're like in Plato's cave and uh, you know you see the shadows on the wall, and then you, you go out into the world. Um, right. And all you you, you start the... climbing out of the cave, and we're at the top, and we kick you back down. Yeah. <laughs> stay in the cave and watch our puppet show. Yeah, when Gotham is ashes, you will have our permission to die. <laughs> uh, but then they sneak out uh, when we're not looking, and you can continue your original metaphor. <laughs> and they look out into the world for the first time, and this is Sparta also happens. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's a fun reference. <laughs> and it's like a cultu- cultural touchstone <laughs> that makes them feel like they're part of the joke. They're part of the show. Because they, they recognize the thing. They recognize it. And that's like listening to the Check Please podcast. Right. Where they recognize and it's like, an insi- it's like an insidious way. Ooh, insidious. <laughs> that we, the movie insidious. insidious. <laughs> it's like the movie Insidious in the way that it makes them feel more little... like emotionally attached to us. Yeah. Because you... ever, everyone likes the feeling of recognizing something and know. knowing that you have something in common. It's like having a little uh, demon in your mouth. So we're all in Plato's cave, and we all, like, the the shadow puppets mm-hmm. are always there up on the wall, and it's all we know. And we just turn to each other, and we, we're like, hey, did you see the shadow puppets? And that gives us something to bond emotionally over. Hmm. But I'm saying that, like, if... And, and in that case, the real villain is whoever climbs up and, like, on their way out of the cave, knocks over the person doing the shadow puppet and, like, interrupts the flow of media... That would be the greatest crime. It would. Well, what I'm saying is that we're the people doing like the shadow puppet stuff as the Check Please podcast, and all they're right. seeing in the world, what they think the world is, is these like figures on the wall, like this. Okay. this and they don't realize that that's the Check Please podcast that is actually their <laughs> entire world. And... Right, right. And if theoretically a listener managed to interrupt, interact with us and that caused some sort of interruption in the regular flow of, of podcasts, mm. then I think we'd need to mobilize the people that we have in the cave to send them out in the world to get like a, a revenge quest situation going. Ooh. And... To hunt down this traitor. Yeah, and and maybe they're like they're out in the world and they're experiencing all this stuff, but their heart is closed to it. Yeah, and they're following along the path of this earlier listener that escaped from our cruel machinations mm. to see the content outside of the Check Please podcast. 
and like they can tell that this person they're following is learning lessons and like having grand experiences but they're they're good little listeners and they they want none of that yeah they're staying true to the text and right. like they've got the earbuds in and they're listening to the check please podcast right but unfortunately I still classify them as an outsider, and they are no longer welcome back into the cave. Well, that's the big twist. They come back with the head of the uh, the fellow listener who escaped originally, um, but it's too late. They're not. They're barred from entry back into our uh, into our our warm and caring embrace, and they're abandoned to the the cruelties of the outside world. Yeah. The McElroys aren't going to, like, accept you into their shadow puppet cave. No. They they can't care for any more listeners. There's no room for you in that, in that, um, in that sphere of fandom. Yeah, you just have They're, to be cast adrift. And you've got the podcast, and you've, you know, you, you've got it on the app. And you, yeah, you subscribe to it, and listen to it, and you can rate it five stars. You could, but it won't appease us. You're no longer part of the fandom. No, because you, uh, you know, you're in your hubris and your folly. Um, you believed that it was your place to um, engage with the outside world, even by leaving it, uh, the mm-hmm. the cave. Really, um, what I'm saying is that when you leave the cave. I want you to pluck out your eyes that you may not <laughs> see. I want you to right. scratch out your ears so that you may not hear. Um, yeah. uh, stuff like a bunch of rocks or small, like sand, pour sand into the uh, headphone jack on your phone. Yeah. Or like figure out where the Bluetooth card is and like put a drill through your phone. That'll probably brick the whole thing, but that's fine. Yeah. So I'm saying that we should have people that leave the cave in search of people who have done crimes against us right. from the cave, from within the cave. But if they <laughs> well, want to be welcomed, initially back it in, seemed like we were encouraging it. Well, I mean, yes, we are encouraging it. But I'm saying that if I you're going to do it, you have to do it the right way, which is to scratch out your eyes and your ears <laughs> and uh, put like a rock in your mouth from the cave, so that all you can taste is the cave, and also. <laughs> um, <laughs> Around your nose, but you're also only smelling the rock. Man, this is going to make it very hard to hunt down the escapee. But that's the way it is. We have a lot of faith in our listeners. I mean, the good ones, at least. Yeah. We'll, we'll send you uh, out on your merry way, and you welcome back after you claim the head <laughs> of whoever has done this. Uh, and if you do all this, um. Uh, well, we've got a lot of fun reward tiers yeah. <laughs> for listeners that are willing to donate their everything <laughs> to our pledge drive. Uh, but yeah, I, I have... As for the other listeners. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ones that are still in the cave? Or the ones that left but didn't um, blind themselves to the outside world. They're no longer welcome in our loving fandom. They can't find one where they fit in. Yeah. They're itinerant wanderers between podcasts. Yeah, and also because, as is the kind of um, the thesis of this, is that our podcast is the best one and the best thing. 
Uh, and even if they didn't realize that, that's how they felt all the time. It's like, um, I was watching a, an interview, um, an old interview on, on, on a web show called Speakeasy, and it was with John C. Okay. Mc, John C. McGinley, the actor, and he was telling uh, about... Um, the sound of a car driving by just then was uh, was actually the wind whistling past your cave, listeners. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I yeah, apologize. Sorry, as you were. I should mention. Um, yeah, I have, I have changed. I have broken out of the Nobut Media offices, and uh, so there is now people are uh, hunting me down from the. Uh, hopefully, with their eyes and ears scratched out. Um, uh, oh, I I can't believe our own listeners are after you like this. But you know what? It's what we train them to do. Yeah. It's how we raise them. It's all they know. And since we we uh, missed that episode that week, so I apologize. But um, so with the actor John C. McGinley from Scrubs, Doctor Cox, of course, and um, he was explaining how uh, I think it was the the director or, or like the, the creator of, of the show Scrubs who then had another project and welcomed him on uh, and said, you know, like tempted him back into the world of, of the sitcom by saying, you know, you have free reign to create this character you know mm-hmm. you, you, you know you can you can build whatever character you want here and, and we'll work it in and he was like you know that's an actor's dream and um and, and he's right. you know he's he, he talks intelligently and he's, he's a smart guy and then and i was watching clips of this uh this character from the show i think it's called grand floor <laughs> okay and the character that he had made um was it, it's something it's, it's something He's, he's definitely done something <laughs> with it on this kind of weird middling sitcom that he was talking so so highly about. I mean, I'm sure, <laughs> okay. it, I'm sure it's fine. But anyway, one of the clips from it was of because um, he's like a rich boss and um, <laughs> he, uh, he 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 was uh, to one of his employees. He was he was giving them a taste of the high life uh, by by saying, um, you know, drink this wine. This is the best wine. You ever right. gonna have this wine is my blood <laughs> yeah um and, and like uh you know all this like fancy stuff and, and things and was like you know this is this is the best wine it's gonna ruin all of the wines for you and he, and he drinks a little bit and it's like it's all right and then it and then he waits and then he's like wow you know this is incredible this is amazing this is this is fantastic this is the best thing i've ever had and then he gives him the second best wine and it is like ashes in his mouth. It is like, he spits it out immediately. Right. He can't taste, he, he cannot handle having it. And right, what I'm he saying... He hands him the first wine and he says, this wine is my blood, mm. partake of my body. And then he hands him the second best wine. And he says, uh, this this is the blood of a, of a vagrant out on the streets. Well, no. In an alley. <laughs> no, it's still, it's still like, it's. I'm saying it's still like incredible quality blood okay but it is as to him as though he has insulted his his being with this mm. with this wine and i'm saying that to listeners they may not realize it but what we've done with the check please podcast is to give them that first wine to <laughs> give them that most incredible delicious drink and they have drunk deep from the Check Please podcast, from the well of our entertainment, of our comedy, which we provide <laughs> every week, every week, freely to them, freely. If you imagine that, we give we give so much of ourselves, 
And they, I think, take it for granted. They think that it, to them it has become water. Well, for so many of them, it's all they know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that when they really go out into the world, I think that really scratching their eyes out, scratching their ears out and putting the rock in their mouth is a blessing. To allow them to keep in that cave at any cost, I think, is the greatest kindness that we can afford to any listener of the Check Please podcast. Um, I agree. And that is why all of the um, vigilant members of the Eternal Council um, have so much trouble emailing us at checkpleasepod at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, they would if they could. But sadly, all the internet-connected devices in the cave only do one thing, and that's download our episodes and rate them five stars. We didn't give them access to any sort of email protocols. No, because I don't want them getting on the internet other than to do that. I don't want to email No, they might email else. some other podcast. Yeah. <sighs> it's unthinkable, really. Right. Um, um, listeners aside, what about those those blasted friends of ours from real life that come in and listen to the show? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, it, it makes them listeners, but they don't even have the blessing of of having the opportunity to scratch out their ears and eyes and put a rock in their mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's it is a great sadness. It's always a sadness when a dear friend becomes He's a listener lost <laughs> to our podcast. Becomes a listener. Um, well, yeah, I think that like, but here's the thing as well: is that I've moved out of the Nobook Media offices. I want to get get into that, and I've moved out of that kind of way. I guess because like I tunneled out with a teaspoon, right? That's what yeah, t- you were working on that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was working on it behind the scenes. I didn't say anything, and that's right. You know, like, it took a little bit of time to enact the. And by behind the, the scenes, you mean the tunnel was hidden behind a poster? Yeah, it was behind a movie poster for the short. For the movie action. Infinity Wars, which oh. would be topical if we had anything to say on it aside from that. <laughs> well, I said that it was behind. Uh, posted for the movie The Shawshank Redemption but that's fine. Oh, I was talking so, over top of you. Yeah. Much like the Shawshank poster was over top of the Infinity Wars poster. Yeah, because I didn't want I wanted like, you know that's what, Right. The warden comes in, he like taps the bars of our cell with his nightstick and he's like, uh, he he says there? something. And what? then yeah, he's, And then he like tears the poster off and there's just a second poster behind it and he doesn't think yeah, to tear like, the second poster oh. off. Okay. Yeah, he's like, well, all right then. And then he looks at um, Thanos and his uh, (laughs) Infinity Gauntlet. And he's like, oh, remember when they hired a black actor originally to play Thanos? And the first one. I didn't know about that. Yeah, the first appearance, I think, is by a black actor. And then they recast him to be Josh Brolin for the movie. Mm. And then they made him look like a big thumb. <laughs> and that was that was interesting. <laughs> okay, that's uh, my interest. Now this would be a fun point where we could like talk about 
the MCU, the mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. and all the fun times and shared collective experiences we've had through it. And that could be like one fun way to trick our listeners into feeling an emotional connection to us. Except all of our listeners have never seen a Marvel movie in their lives. Yeah. They only know our podcast. Yeah, it's a shame. I'm sorry about the fact that there is uh, there's some vehicles outside. I don't know if you can hear them on the microphone. Probably. I heard a honking and that sounded like a car crash. <laughs> it was not a car crash. It was just a car in the uh, just parking outside and, and making a, a loud honk. Okay, there was like a continued like shaking and shattering maybe noise. I don't know. Oh, was there? A little bit before that, there was like a window closing, I think, from somewhere else. This is a brave new just world been a wrestling. <laughs> of, uh, of audio. Yeah. You're out there doing what our listeners know they never should. You're experiencing the world outside of the Check Please podcast and associated no-boot media offices. How is it? Um, I gotta say, it's like, it is like coming out of that cave where it felt like all I knew was the Nova right. Media, Nova Media brand, but now I'm out there, um, you know, and it's also like at the end of the village. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> which, um, uh-huh. uh, and in, in the, uh, I don't know, I fell down a pit, and... <laughs> Well, glad you managed to get out of it in time to record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't remember much about the end of the village. So, I well, while while you were in that pit, did anyone like come by and start trying to like cast shadow puppets along the wall of it? It just wasn't the same. I tried to make some shadow puppets down there, and like you know, sort of. Oh, hey, let's do a little puppet thing, but <laughs> right. um. It wasn't really the same because I didn't have the check please listeners to you know to look at it, and I didn't have um, the comfort of the no but media offices where I've, I've you know I've I've been there for a while now since I guess you know since we came back from the dead and well since I right. came back from the dead and and you were kind of there and stuff and you know we beat death and in the game of chess and um, spoilers for season one. Spoilers for season one. Um, spoilers for something that didn't actually happen. Spoilers for the unrecorded intermission between season one and season two. And not the intermission, the other one. Well, like we said, we lost the recording of that. Yeah. Um, Death was so angry that we managed to beat him at chess, not once but twice, that he flipped over the board and that broke knocked, the laptop we've yeah. been recording on. yeah. It broke the laptop, and that's why we had to use equipment from the Nobu Media Officers. And then they trapped us in there, and we were forced to record for ages, but I got out using a teaspoon. Um, I haven't said this, have I? I'm still there. Are you still, still there? there in the offices. Yeah. Do you want I mean, to come out tunnel. through the teaspoon tunnel? Uh, it's full of mud and dirt. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> I mean, it is like it's it's good to be in the outside world. I could teach you some yeah. stuff about stocking a, a, a fridge now. Been been looking to um, stocking a fridge. Yeah, is that how is that like a hunter gatherer thing? Do you have to find a fridge and and mark it and track it through the wild? Oh, S T O C K. Um, and then your fridge is running. 
And you have to go catch it. <laughs> yes. That's a joke, which is oh, rad. The wonders. <laughs> the wonders of the outside world. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Uh, so anything particular you want to say about uh, about your, your new climbs? Um, C-L-I-M-E-S? I, I've been Short for climates. Yeah. I guess. I'm on the sixth floor of, of this of this building, so I'm quite high up. Ooh. So it's like a climb in a way. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah, I've been looking into um, you know budgeting for for food and stuff, trying to get that, that food budget down. And uh, there's this book called Tiny Budget Cooking, and I don't know huh. how tiny the budget is because there's another one which is like about um, which is by someone else, and I can't remember what it's called. It's called cheap good food or something or something but it's like it's about uh for four dollars a day because of the american food stamp system but um the tiny budget cooking one has um like a a meal plan a weekly meal plan thing and like a weekly shopping list um Uh that i'm looking i'm looking into i've actually bought that book and i'm gonna test that out so listeners you'll you'll be excited to hear We can do updates on your your financial and caloric intake situation. Sort of the the, the intersection of the two. Yeah, because I'm really trying to keep that budget down. Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going to um, I think that the Nova Media offices were uh, situated nearby to the Canadian wasteland, and I am gonna be taking a trip there. Um, in a couple of months. <laughs> uh, which might be yeah, something. you know, it it would be great to see you in person again now that you've escaped from the offices. So, so if you want to come back and visit in a couple months, <laughs> it's a strange detour for the law, but yeah, <laughs> I um, what happened is that we were on the island, and then uh, well, me and the mechanical Stephen were on the island, and uh, right then I was dead. Yeah, you you've been dead for a while, but you were still a mate. And uh, right, my my soul was inhabiting some sort of um, uh, an inflatable an inflatable friend. Right. Well, it was <laughs> it was an inflatable friend, but it was acting as a human effigy. Yeah, and housing for my soul. And we could burn it on the bonfire to regain humanity. I mean, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And <laughs> oh well, it's just that that period of the podcast was really the Dark Souls of the Check Please podcast. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I'm recapping it here so that listeners don't have to listen to. Right. Well, this is like an in-depth lore video because the lore oh, yeah. of the real lore, the true lore, was like hidden away. Yeah. This is the this is the Vati video. Of, uh, of the Check Please podcast. But um, what else is here? Uh, listen, I'm having a really good time in the new uh, in the new studio. Obviously, there's no computer set up, so it's, it's quite... I am quite got the recording stuff set up, and I'm going to get on that. I'm, I'm recording right next to an, uh, a, a big glass window, which is why there's a bunch of sound there. Um, ah. But I'm looking out onto this wonderful skyline. Yeah, six-story six floor. Nice big window, huh? Yeah, it's a it's a nice window you can open up. It's been really hot uh, the last couple of days. Yeah, um, which is nice because um, it's a change from here. But that's global warming. Oh, fair enough. It's global warming. Uh, and it's, uh, gonna... Does it get does it get humid over there wherever you are? <laughs> um, 
not as humid as in uh, as in the Canada's. Uh, okay. Well, um, We're just it, talking about the weather now, aren't we? <laughs> that's the favorite thing of of my new lo- of my new. Well, the listeners don't know; they know only the cave. Yeah, and listeners will be interested to hear about um, what the weather yeah. is like in various places. Well, let me tell um, you, listeners, Antarctica, it's cold, I hear. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure, because I haven't been there. Right. And so is um, the South Pole. That's the Antarctica. Other, the Arctic. South Antarctica? What? Wait. I said, Anta- I said Antarctica. Okay. <laughs> and the other one, Arctic. the Arctic. Yeah. You know that Arctic is, like, to do with bears, right? Isn't that, like... Um, oh. Like... Well, that's a fun fact. Because of Arctic. I feel like Arctic. the show started to peter out. Do we have something to fill the last five minutes? Well, here's something, Ben. Yeah, like, the Arctic is, is bear, and then um, Antarctica is, like, not bear. I think that's what it means. Huh. Um, as in one has bears and the other doesn't, or as one is barren and the other has Oh, I mean has, a, a has bears. Flora, the Arctic flora. Arctic has bears. And, and the other one doesn't. Antarctica does not have bears. Hmm. Okay. Uh let's go to a sponsor shagment. Shagment? <laughs> oh Ugh. this week the Check Please podcast is sponsored by Shagment. Uh, <laughs> it's the new Shagment, your new favorite building material. It's like a shag carpet make, made out of uh, cement. Uh, cement, yeah, that's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, it's nice on your feet. I mean, if you're into that winky face, you know. So you you walk around barefoot like John McClane in the start of Die Hard, <laughs> scrunching up your toes on the Shagment. Uh, but it's also really tough because of the cement, so I guess don't get it wet and, um... Easier to clean than a shag carpet, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of mold in the cracks and crevices. Yeah. If you, if you put down a bit of dirt or just live in it for a while and then sprinkle seeds on your shagment, um, it'll, it'll start to grow moss like a chia pet. And then that's fun because you have a bit of a shag carpet going, but it's all natural and also sharp and dangerous it's good as well because like a lot of people want houseplants we've got I'm looking at now some living mint another another fun uh, thing but um, uh, you could just put plants down directly on there and they just grow so that's fun right is that good now alright well I gotta go have we have we pitched anyone on the Uh, do you think what Spice up your cave with a lay down some shagment. Yeah, I guess um, actually, yeah. Yeah, we should make it so that the listeners that we have in the cave have to buy this shagment. They could buy all of our products, really, because, I mean, we pay them some money, but they don't have anything to spend it on. And by we pay them, I mean that, like, when they come into the cave, we take their wallet and stuff. And then. Right, and we, we have some sort of, like, fiat currency going that's based off of bat wings yeah so we have to tightly control the population of bats but what i'm thinking is the shagman might be like a nice natural like nesting situation for the bats 
hope for the so listeners. So we can make, like, we can tell the listeners that buying the Shagmint would bring in more bats, and that it's a wise investment. Is this still part of the ad? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um. So, listeners, if you listen, well, I mean, you are listening. Right. Here's the thing. It's it's playing over the loudspeakers. Yeah. There's. there's we know that you need more bats, and we're willing to provide <laughs> that to you. If you get this segment, and by if you get, I mean we're going to use the money that we took from you to right. buy. But you this. have to turn in your current bat wings. Yeah, that's sort of like a, a company, a store, a company store kind of system. That's, that's true. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's one segment, enough segment to get the uh, nest for uh, for the bats and stuff. I'd say that probably costs about like fifty pounds, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, if you give us, let's say, 20 bat wings, uh, per person, mm-hmm. All right. and we will use that to fund the purchase of this shipment from your wallets, right. to allow you to have this, you know, greater bat resource. This is something that is specifically it's, it's... for the people who live in the cave. Anyone right. who's not lift, living in the cave may be uninterested in anything that we have to say about yeah. that. Maybe but... maybe the, maybe it's getting them interested in coming and joining the cave. But though. they can't, unless they, they scratch can't out really. their eyes and ears and well, I mean, put a rock in their mouth. And also, yeah, they put the <laughs> rock in their mouth and even then they still might have memories of the past. So what uh, I want is I want like a, a a machine, and if if anyone's listening who's willing to sponsor the show with like some kind of machine that can eradicate memories, um, that would be excellent. We could erase like we could erase all of season one <laughs> and start fresh. <laughs> oh, we'd be so unburdened with all the lore gone. Um, speaking of lore, though, uh, we have taken our listeners and trapped them in a cave. Where we've established sort of a living situation and an economy that behaves a lot like one of those idle games or perhaps like a cookie clicker type situation where we sell them things that will get them more bats more readily and then they can eat those bats and use the wings to buy more things from us. It's, uh, it's pretty good, and that's actually why we have become rich, which was the original concept for this episode. <laughs> so forgot when, to mention. So when we, when we are walking around town now being real rich, it's right. because of that, which is a thing that we forgot to say. So right. it's, And if you see us out on the streets with our, our fancy suits and our obsidian canes with diamond heads, um, and you see us out on the street... Definitely approach us and then accept the drubbing that we dish out with our golden crusted canes. Because what are you doing out of the cave? Yeah, it's true, actually. Because I think a lot of people who are listening to this may be people who have left the cave at some point, either metaphorically or, you know, literally. And what do you think? Yeah, I think that, like, the majority of people who listen to this, I think, will be the people who have not yet heard of the cave because we were only able to round up again about like 200 300 people before we left mm-hmm. and so they're still in the cave but i think that with our listenership really um there's got to be a good bunch of people who are not in that cave 
And, it, and that's going to be a problem. I think in further episodes, problem. we're going to have to work on the cave. We're going to have to really cement the workings of the cave. And we're also going to need to try to convince the non-cave-dwelling listeners to accept the cave into their hearts. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the focus of the podcast from now on, is to get people right. into this cave. Because We might also talk about how the cave has made us exorbitantly wealthy, and that's another plot arc. <laughs> yeah, and actually, it's actually really good. And we're going to have so much lore, listeners, and it's not going to right. be forgotten by the next episode. We're going to have so much... <laughs> Right, and that thing about you needing to have like a very extremely tight budget for your food is one of those things where it's like the rich stay rich by being frugal. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, and also it does cost a lot of money to keep people away from the cave, which is why it's weird because I want to have, I want to have like subtle hints in the podcast that like direct people subconsciously to the cave, but I don't, okay. I don't want them to know where the cave is because I think some people might get the wrong idea and try and free people from the cave, and I want uh, just freeing people from the cave would be the last thing anyone wants because on their way out, all the faithful cave dwellers will have to scratch out their eyes and ears and put a rock in their mouth. Yeah. And then and then in that state it'll be very hard to guide them through the like three kilometer perimeter of barbed wire and various guards. It's it's an expensive process and I don't I don't mm. think that anyone wants it's a messy process and I don't think anyone wants it. Um least of yeah. all the listeners in the cave. So if no, you it's do... gonna take like some sort of solid snake esque figure <laughs> to free the listeners from the cave. And yeah, listeners in the cave, I just want to remind you once again that of course it is of course in your best interest to stay in the cave if anyone does come to the cave trying to get you to leave. As always, you must shun this outsider and uh, damage them to the fullest extent mm-hmm. of your ability. As we all say, snitches get riches. What? That what? doesn't make snitches, sense. Snitches get riches. Like we want... We want the people in the cave to rat out on the... Oh, okay. I was thinking... For some reason, I was thinking that the uh, snitch... Listen, what? Listen, listen. Get over here. I'm the Wretched Beast. Hello. Uh, Wretched Beast, I'm telling you, we have to stay on brand and in sync with our our mind-controlling... Uh, um, what do you call it? Propaganda. Okay. We, we have to be on the same page here. We can't, we can't display any sign... Of weakness or fracture between us, or it's going to shatter the whole ecosystem of the cave. Okay, well, that's a very interesting thing that we're going to keep forwards going on to the next episodes because, of course, this is the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So, who's, who's uh... turn is it? <laughs> Remember how we decided something about odds and evens? Um, evens is Steven, so what's this one? Um, <laughs> That's good. What number is this, though? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is episode 91, right? Is it 92? Oh, no. Uh, not, depends. Depends. I think this will be 91. Yeah, okay. It was the last one, episode 90, the one with Austin, which thank you very yeah. much to Austin for appearing on the show. Um, go check out the Film Room podcast, of course. Um, um, sorry, uh, I'm just saying to to check out Austin's podcast. He does. We're gonna have to have a long talk about our dystopian messaging. I mean, if you're a listener to this show, don't check it out. But if <laughs> if you're not a devoted listener, if you're 
if you're just like a passerby, feel free. <laughs> you can listen. I'm saying, check it out. If you're not, I've got the people who are on in the cave know what their limits are. But if you're outside the cave, here's the thing: is that you can listen to all these podcasts. You can do whatever you want, but just know that we're going to guide you into the machine that erases your memory. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're not going to remember it. So enjoy it. Live it up. And doesn't that doesn't that sound good actually? Because it's true. Outside of the cave, you can do whatever you want. You can listen to any podcast you feel like. But that 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 choice, that freedom is scary. It is. There's scary. so many podcasts, and there's so many of them are bad. Oh, not like this. Unlike one. unlike this one or the film room or any other shows that our friends do. Yeah. But the rest of them? How do you know if you're getting into a good or a bad podcast? You don't. So all we're saying is, you know, ease that burden a bit. Walk into the memory erasing machine. And then straight Join through the cave. And into the cave. <laughs> Disoriented and phased and we'll have you a couple of bat wings for free. Right. And if so, you see solid snake sneaking around. <laughs> uh you know, murder him. Uh, it's a fun cave activity. It's one of the few cave activities that you're allowed to do. So, right. okay. Sometimes, sometimes after someone goes through the memory erasing machine, we dress them up like Solid Snake and just let them loose. Mm. And they don't even know that they're not Solid Snake, which is, I mean, arguably a cruel thing. But it's a team building exercise for the people in the cave. <laughs> so, S- uh, Stephen. Yes. When we come to the end of the show, which is... is, is um... Do you want to end the episode? I would like to. I have important business in the cave. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say as in is have you have you have you got some sort of access to the cave? Cuz it's the cave uh it branches off of the tunnel that you use to escape. Oh. I I was going in there. I was going to follow you out into the outside world and I like knocked down a wall that you had missed and I found like a like a whole branching cave system with a a primitive the primitive class of inhabitants that were already in there. Uh and that was really the seed of the whole thing. Okay. And that's and then you, you did you collapse the tunnel behind so that they wouldn't be able to get into the Nobu Media offices or did you leave that there? We should end the episode. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, do you want to end the podcast altogether? I will never let the Check Please podcast or the cave come to harm or death. <laughs>